Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. Our weekly podcast and video show offers Shopify's ecosystem of brand owners, store developers, app providers, investors, and marketing agencies, insights from case studies and discussions with marketing and e-commerce experts. Grow faster with tips, tricks, and proven strategies and learn what's new in e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan. I'm your show host. I'm also the Director of Business Development at Engage. On behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to welcome you to today's show. Today's topic is how to maximize your Shopify brand's e-commerce revenue by integrating Amazon's Buy with Prime features. Our guest is an Amazon third-party seller advocate. She is the co-founder of Riverbend Consulting and also an e-commerce expert, and she'll be here to share her insights, of which there are many. This girl is a pro when it comes to Amazon, and I can't wait to introduce you to her in just a moment. Before I do that, a quick word from our sponsor, Engage. We are super excited at Engage to announce that in May of 2022, just about two months ago, we launched our SMS messaging for Shopify stores app. That app is brand new, and you can actually go to engage.com, N-G-A-G-G-E.com, to take it for a free 30-day test drive. If you're not yet using SMS marketing in your digital marketing strategy, you are missing out on so much business. You're missing out on the opportunity to increase and build your customer list faster. You're missing out on increasing your sales. You're missing out on building personalized automated campaigns and promotions to not only engage with your customers and your prospects, but to engage where they are, which we all know is on their cell phones. Right now, SMS messaging has about a 98% open rate. It's a great way to connect with your customers, continue to tell your brand story and build customer loyalty. So if you haven't checked it out yet after today's podcast, swing over to engage.com, put any mobile cell number based in the US into the box, click try, and you can get a free demo right there on the website of how our app works. And then you can take it for a free 30-day free test drive. It's a great way to go ahead and increase your sales and really connect with your prospects where they are, which is on their mobile devices. All righty, it is time for me to introduce you to today's special guest. Her name is Leslie Hensel, and she is joining us today from Mansfield, Texas. If you don't know who Leslie is, you need to. She is the co-founder of Riverbend Consulting, and their aim is to solve problems for Amazon sellers and vendors. And as an Amazon seller, third-party advocate, and e-commerce expert, Leslie has been doing that personally for the last 10 years. She has helped hundreds, probably at this point, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say thousands maybe, of third-party sellers get their suspended Amazon accounts and ASINs, how do I remember how to say that, Leslie, you have to fill me in, back up and running. I did learn those are the special uh, barcodes given to every single product that is being sold on Amazon. So if you're having issues with your products or your accounts, she is the go-to expert. 
Leslie leverages two decades as a small business consultant to solve underlying business issues in online retail businesses, resulting in improved operations and, of course, what you all want, increased profitability. And I learned something fun that Leslie and I have a little something in common, and it kind of has to do with a little city called Austin, Texas. Welcome to today's show, Leslie. Thank you so much for being our guest expert. Let's talk about Austin, Texas. What do we what do we have in common? Thank you so much for having me, Marissa. Uh, so I lived in Austin for five years and went to the University of Texas and my blood has run burnt orange since I was a kid. Some of my earliest memories are watching Longhorn Games with my dad because he also went to University of Texas. I met my husband there and we even named our firstborn kid Austin. I love that. <laughs> and it's almost like I synchronistically knew this because I wore pretty close to a burnt orange color today, which is really super fun. I lived in Austin too. And oddly enough, I think about five, five or six years as well. And uh, I had a boyfriend or two who might've been uh, UT graduates and had a good time at some of those uh, Longhorn games myself. So it's a beautiful city, lots of live music, great food, uh, loved playing out on Lake Travis, learned how to uh, wake, wake surf here, wakeboard, I think is when you're uh, you're just I don't know all I know is it's a, a really fun city so that's absolutely fun. I love that as a child's <laughs> name or any name too Austin I love that well welcome to today's show where are you living now oh that's right you're in Mansfield Texas so that's going to be yes. a little bit more north right right up in the Dallas Fort Worth area fantastic well from one Longhorn fan to another, welcome to today's show. Let's hook them and let's hook the audience, right? With <laughs> a little look at what we're gonna be discussing today with our Amazon expert, Miss Hensel. She is here to share how to integrate your Shopify store with Amazon Pay and Amazon FBA features. And a few of the things that she'll touch on are the positives of buy with Prime for your Shopify store. She'll talk about what it's like having Amazon to receive, handle, and ship your inventory. I'm interested to hear about that, Leslie, very much. She'll share what it's like having Amazon handle your returns and your customer service. And then most importantly, she'll talk about the pros and the cons and how you can get the most bang for your buck with this program. So I think this is a great topic, Leslie, because... We talk a lot about Shopify on our series, especially because our SMS messaging for Shopify stores app is now out and launched and running. And so many people have learned that the Shopify platform has a lot to offer. So we do focus a lot on Shopify during this series, but we always want to be all inclusive. We know that sometimes people use WooCommerce or other platforms similar to those. And Amazon is also a huge um, platform that has, as you're going to share, a lot of benefits as well to any e-commerce brand, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in, in the e-commerce space for a while and you're growing or maybe looking to grow even more. So let's talk about, I guess, maybe your first impressions of, you know, integrating Amazon with Shopify. Are there any kind of opening thoughts you'd like to share about these two different platforms, these two different beasts and how they can work together in harmony. 
Absolutely. So Amazon recently announced buy with Prime. This is a new addition for Amazon. And I really think this is because um, Amazon sees the big Shopify trend. They know that brands want to have more control over their list, that they want to know who their customers are. They want to be able to market to those customers. And when you sell on Amazon, Amazon owns those buyers. You don't own the buyer. You don't own the list. So this is Amazon's foray to try and capture a little piece of these transactions that are happening outside of its ecosystem. So what's exciting about Buy With Prime is that it I think a lot of buyers out there now have this expectation for two-day shipping. Like mm. they're trained by Amazon to expect this crazy fast shipping experience, also to have really easy returns. And now, you know, how are you as a Shopify store, especially if you're a smaller brand, how are you going to provide that same experience to people get on Amazon with prime shipping? Also, Prime has 160 million subscribers in the United States, which is a mind-blowing number I don't even understand. But that is a built-in huge audience. So what Amazon is telling you is, hey, there's this plugin. You're going to put it in your Shopify store. And then people who have a Prime membership are going to see, oh, I'm getting the same two-day Prime shipping so there's no downside for me buying direct from this brand on their Shopify because look, I still get the super fast shipping and the Amazon checkout that I'm used to. I already know that experience and there's a trust factor. So what mm. they're hoping mm -hmm. to do is use that trust factor they've built in their built-in audience and get a little piece of that Shopify market for themselves. Well, it sounds like there are all benefits and really, you know, so many opportunities for people to really increase their sales. And like you said, tap into a huge market of consumers that otherwise they may not have, you know, may not have been able. I, I will say too, as consumer, I'd have to agree with what you just shared. We are so conditioned now yes. to expect a really short delivery window. There is one store I shop from occasionally that is overseas. I don't want to drop any names, but they make some cute little cheeky clothes that, you know, you can wear for one season and kind of retire. And even though they have improved their shipping dramatically over the last few years, it used to be easily three weeks. Now you can maybe get, you know, your order in maybe eight or nine days. It's like still feels like an eternity, right? Um, so it's funny how now anything over two or three days just seems so long because we have been conditioned to expect such a quick turnaround. I mean, Amazon even offers same day shipping. Yes. Same day delivery now, which blows my mind. And if you live in a, a large metro area, you've yeah. been trained for that too. I've had times when I've purchased a product where I wasn't even asking for fast shipping or yeah. where it said it would come the next day or in two days. And lo and behold, it's on my doorstep in five hours. That is stunning and impressive. And when you have that experience enough times, you're right. I'll buy from a Shopify store or from some other type of store and it'll say five day shipping and it feels like forever because we're all spoiled rotten now, essentially. Um, and Amazon knows it. I mean, this, this is what they've spent all of their money to build out. They've built out fulfillment centers all over the United States. They're actually overbuilt 
fulfillment centers in the United States. And that's another bit of their business reasoning. Um, right now, they overbuilt toward the end of COVID. And I think they really believed they were going to need all of this capacity. And in fact, now they have a problem where they're either subleasing or having to find new uses for this warehouse space. And I think that this strategy is one of their ways to try and fill up that warehouse space. Ah, I always wondered too, how they can even do it. Because when you go on Amazon, the product selection is of the billions, right? Millions of billions of SKUs. And, and did I, I said it wrong. We talked about it before the show. It's ASINs. Is that right? ASIN. ASINs. And so it is ASINs. And ASINs, as you shared with me, is basically like the barcode of a product. And there's millions upon millions upon millions of those on Amazon. Even though they have these warehouses with products in them, I'm still like, there's no way they have five of everything or 20 of everything in every warehouse, right? It still just like blows my mind. Um, but let's talk about, so you just shared a lot of the reasons why this integration is such a benefit to Shopify stores. Um, what would you say is the first step to, to taking that step and integrating? So Amazon has set up a specific website for the buy with prime program. Mm -hmm. And if you Google Amazon buy with prime, it will pop right up. It's the first search result. And they are going to start accepting applications for that in the next few weeks. I've been told they started out with a beta where it was invitation only, but this is not going to be an invitation only program. That was just mm -hmm. so they could get it rolling. Um, yeah. Anyone is going to be able to use this program. So the, the biggest thing for a seller to know is that you are going to have to place your inventory into Amazon fulfillment centers. That is the entire point of the program is that they are going to be shipping those orders. So you ship a pallet or several boxes, depending on how many units you expect to move to their warehouses. They fulfill the orders for you. And then if you have any problems, if a buyer has problems, Amazon actually handles the customer service and the returns for those specific sales. So it takes that off of you as well. Ooh, well, this is great timing for this topic on our podcast, because today that we're launching this show, publishing the show is July 12th. So you're getting, if, if, you're, if it's July and you're listening to this episode, even if it's early August, mid-August, and you're listening to this episode, you're getting a little one-up, thanks to Leslie, on the fact that this program, which was beta, is now becoming mainstream, but it's just starting out. So I know, I can only imagine, Leslie, that that application pile, that virtual pile online is going to quickly quickly grow as people learn more about the benefits of really integrating with the buy with prime program. So if you are thinking about, you know, growing your business, how to, how to more efficiently get your product to that end customer, I think buy with prime really sounds like it's, it sounds like it's got a lot of positives and a lot of, um, a lot of opportunity to, to offer you. So I would say definitely look into this. And, and how are they finding this again? They're Googling buy with Prime. Is that what they're doing? Right. So Amazon buy with Prime and it they have an entire site dedicated to this. Um, and then once you sign up, they're going to have an interface for you. Now, this hasn't been launched as any of their promo materials, but as someone who's sold on Amazon since 2010, I can tell you what I expect 
which is a Seller Central Lite version. So Seller Central is the um, portal that is used by sellers to manage all of their products on Amazon. They're going to have a portal. You're going to ship in your inventory using this portal. You have to send it to the fulfillment centers where they want you to send it, which isn't always where you want to send it. Um, and then that's where you're going to see your sales and also set up your disbursements. So with Amazon, you get your disbursement every two weeks. Um, you don't get paid as the orders happen, like you would in a Shopify store where someone pays for that order and you ship it out and you collect your funds. Uh, with Amazon, it's a two-week period and every two weeks they're going to pay you. And they also will have a hold back um, because of potential returns because their return window is 30 days. And they're sometimes a lot more generous than 30 days as well. So they, they do have a portion that they hold back just to make sure that someone isn't a scammy seller who sells a lot of product and something's wrong with it. It's not the right thing. And then Amazon gets stuck with your return cost. Wow. Okay. So this sounds like, I don't want to say it sounds too good to be true because it might not be for everyone, but it does sound really like an, an amazing match made in heaven. You get the opportunity to tap into Amazon's um, essentially their system, their, what do we want to call it? Their logistics kind of, you know, network, you get the, um, gosh, it's just, there's so many benefits. The, you get them handling all your product, which I mean, for the most part, I've been very satisfied with nine out of 10 of my Amazon purchases, not coming damaged, no issues coming on time. They handle your returns as well. And then every two weeks, they're basically, you know, paying out your, your, you know, what you're owed with the exception of a little bit that they hold back for returns. This all makes a lot of sense and all seems like a really nicely fine-tuned program. I'm sure they learned a lot too when they did their beta test most recently with a select so, few. So are you ready for the bad news? I don't know. I don't know if I want there to be any. Woo, sounds so <laughs> great. All our Shopify store owners who are in the audience listening are like, this sounds amazing. Okay, yes. What's the bad news, Leslie? So, and, and there are so many great things because you're right. Amazon has the best logistics network um, probably in the world at this point for retail sales in the United States. They just do. And also, unlike selling on Amazon, when you use Buy With Prime, you do own the list of the customers who buy uh, using Amazon Pay. So you do own that. The downside is... Um, Amazon has some challenges when it comes to sending inventory to their warehouse, inventory receipt and handling and returns. So if you have an expectation of perfection, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> and not just that, but there's a lack of accountability when you're a seller on Amazon. And so I am envisioning this being very similar to the experience of a seller on Amazon, as far as all of the fulfillment centers are concerned, mm. it would have to be the same. It's the same fulfillment centers and the same systems. Um, so for example, uh, we have clients who every month send in pallets of inventory to Amazon and Amazon doesn't receive all of the inventory. And you would expect 
that when there are shortages that you would be reimbursed automatically or when they lose units or they damage units or they get returns that you would be reimbursed automatically, you're not. Um, they only automatically reimburse probably 15 to 20% of your losses. And you have to actually file cases to get the rest of those losses back. Now, when you're a small seller and it's onesie, twosie units, not that big of a deal, but there are times we've had clients send in shipments that are worth $20,000, $30,000 that there's proof that it was left at the dock and signed for. And Amazon says, oh, we never got it. Oh. And so we have to file cases and convince Amazon to reimburse that money. We have recovered millions of dollars in losses for sellers. So you have to, if you decide to use this program, again, so many benefits, but you have to understand there is going to be time and effort on making sure that your inventory was actually received, tracking your inventory to make sure that as they transship. So like, let's say you have a pallet and you ship it into one inventory or one fulfillment center, as Marissa mentioned earlier, um, Amazon has warehouses everywhere so that they can get product to you really quickly. Well, to accomplish that, they transship inventory between mm. warehouses. And as you might imagine, anytime you move stuff, things get lost and damaged. You know, stuff drops on the floor and gets stepped on. It goes under shelves and gets lost. I've had inventory in my personal account that was lost at Amazon that they literally found two years later. Wow. Two years later, it boom, all of a sudden it's available in my account. I'm like, what the heck? I haven't sold that for two years because I put my uh, date that I shipped the inventory in in my FN SKU, which is a tracking number. And I'll have the date as part of that FN SKU. And so like in 2021, I have things pop up that I, I shipped in in 2019. Um, oh my gosh. Now, and, and not to interrupt you, but as mm -hmm. someone who has a lot of experience with like beauty brands and skincare, there's some issues there if you're talking about things that might have an expiration date or things that don't have Absolutely. a long shelf life. So, oh, that's interesting. Now, the okay, something that comes to mind too that really kind of ties in with what you're speaking to, Leslie, is the fact that I mean, we know that when there are a lot of products offered on Amazon we really do look at price as one of the huge determining factors for the purchase as a consumer. And I feel like if you're also going to be considering integrating into the Buy With Prime program, you need to remember that price is a huge um, factor on Amazon. I know if you're selling it from your Shopify store and you have the Amazon benefits, you know, maybe that is not as much of an impact, but don't forget people may, I don't know. I think if, if when people are able to get things so quickly, they often buy more than one of, of something. They might buy it from your Shopify store. They may also buy it directly from Amazon. They may buy three of a similar product because they're going to get it so quickly. They can, let's just say it's a dress. They can try all three dresses on in a matter of a day you know, and then figure out the one they want to keep, send the other two back. So I just feel like because we've also been conditioned to be able to try things on at home or buy three of something and Amazon is pretty good about their return policy. I feel like I think consumers are also being conditioned to return more as well. So I feel like 
as you mentioned, when it comes to this idea that the accountability for returns or the accountability for damaged things sometimes is a little bit less than what's desired. If you multiply that exponentially, uh, because now you're able to get more stuff out. I don't know. It does sound like there could be a little bit of messy, yucky stuff there as well. You know? So for a brand that, so most brands, they're either shipping themselves or they're using a 3PL if they're doing any kind of real volume. And if you've used a 3PL before, you're used to a lot of accountability because you're paying them fees to do the work, to store the product, to manage your inventory. And if they do a lousy job, it comes out of their hide and they know it. And they know that there are lots of other 3PLs that you can just say, I'm not using you anymore. I'm moving to this guy over here who cares about my stuff. Right. Well, Amazon in this case is essentially a 3PL on steroids. And they do not have that customer service attitude toward the seller. It does not exist. And it's not going to just because this is a different program. They have their way of doing things and they're always right. And so you can't go into it assuming they're going to be just like your 3PL where Gary picks up the phone and answers you and will talk to you about where that missing pallet is and why the returns that you took back were garbage returns. And, and he gave refunds if he's if they're a 3PL that's full service like that. So you're absolutely right on the refunds and returns. Amazon airs on the side of the buyer always. And they always will. And they're not going to have special standards for your returns. It's going to be the Amazon return policy. And so Amazon's returns that they accept, they're not always even the uh, correct item. And they're supposed to reimburse you for that if that happens. And they don't always do it. And you have to fight for those. Um, also, they will take things outside of the returns window. And what you really need to know is the Amazon returns window at Christmas is massive massive. And so people can buy things in November and the returns window doesn't close till the end of January. Wow. So the returns window for Amazon is that big. And you know that they can't have different returns windows just because you're on this program. That's not going to work. It's mm -hmm. got to be the Amazon policy. So with all of the benefits to this, which there are many, especially if you're small, you can't afford to fulfill yourself. You, ha you haven't had good 3PL experiences or you can't afford the premium for a 3PL that has a whole bunch of distribution centers where they get you that fast shipping. Mm -hmm. um, just know that there are trade-offs here that you're in the Amazon machine and they set the rules. Sounds like there are definitely some things to think about. I was like, this is all rainbows and unicorns, but you're right. There are definitely some questions I think any small, mid-size, even large e-commerce business needs to ask themselves before they decide to take the plunge. You know, I think now that you've mentioned this, I've seen the buy with Prime feature just a couple times over the last maybe month or two on maybe a few um, online brands that I was going to shop at or maybe was looking at something. So, and I remember saying to myself, oh, this is interesting. I never saw that button before. I've seen PayPal or um, Apple Pay or one of those options, uh, Afterpay, some of those programs. But the Buy With Prime thing did have me saying, hmm, kind of scratching my head. Well, that's interesting because I'm not on Amazon right now. Right. Um, oh, I, I thought of something, but I, I kind of lost track of uh, 
my thought. It'll it'll come back to me. But what would you say is maybe the first question or two that a Shopify store should maybe ask themselves if they're listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, this sounds like there's definitely some benefits, definitely some things I need to think about. Are there any sort of maybe pre-qualifying questions you think someone should ask themselves? Yes. So um, if you've made the inquiry and gotten access to Buy With Prime, which is really the first thing you need to do, um, you need to figure out what the fulfillment costs are going to be. They are not cheap and they might be comparable to using a 3PL. So if you already have a 3PL relationship, you're going to want to compare those unit costs um, for pick and pack and the shipping um, to those and see if it is worth jumping. I'll tell you for a smaller brand, growing brand, um, buy with prime is probably a better value for you because you Hmm. don't have juice to negotiate an amazing contract with a three PL, like a large brand might. And you're certainly not going to have your own in-house fulfillment operation, um, or one that can scale because it'd be like most small sellers on Amazon who've got it, you know, like a room in their house. Yeah, I know. I know there are Shopify stores that start out the exact same way. Been there, done that. Um, So if you're a small brand, you're more likely to say, yes, these costs absolutely make sense for me. And then you can scale and go from there. But if you're a larger brand that currently has a 3PL or you're shopping one, look at the prices first, because Amazon will not be a value option or a bargain because you are buying that two day shipping. Um, but you're also buying super easy returns that you do not approve. They're going to approve those returns. And, and you, so it, t- it takes that power away from you. And I think because nowadays the consumer does have higher expectations, the consumer does leverage these benefits. Like I said, by buying three of something, I know I was shopping for a petticoat for under my wedding gown. Of course, I bought three different petticoats because I did not know which one will work. I still don't, you know, and I've had them for a week, but I'm picking up the dress next week. And that's when I need to like try each of them on and, and see, but it's not that I'm going to wear them and return them. But of course, two of the three will get returned. And that's just me doing what I need to do to get my needs met. And I'm responsible about it. Things will be returned cleanly in the proper packaging, but we know not every customer is like that. We know people will go and use something and, and return it or wear something and, and return it or potentially damage something themselves and then try to return it if they can. So I think that power is something that I know I personally, that would drive me crazy. I'm a little bit of an OCD perfectionist. So giving up that power would bother me. I, I remember my thought now too, Leslie, that I had a second ago. I think there's also businesses that this just won't work for. Um, and you can tell me if you agree, but my thought goes to some of the smaller, more personalized businesses that you might see on say Etsy, um, people who personalize things because then you have to basically submit uh, personalization. Maybe someone wants their name on, on something or uh, a portrait done on a sweatshirt for grandma or something like that. And those obviously can't be shipped in advance to let's say an Amazon warehouse because those are made individually one by one. Am I right in my thinking that there may be some also smaller, more niche type personalization companies that this just won't work for because they can't ship things in advance like that? 
Absolutely. This is for standardized inventory that anyone can buy. The mm -hmm. other sellers that we've seen who were with the Amazon seller equivalent of this program, which is FBA fulfilled by Amazon, who mm -hmm. dropped it like a hot potato and moved back to fulfilling their own orders are people with very high value products. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example as to why I have um, several clients who sell cell phones um, that are expensive. And there are rings of thieves out there who will have bars of metal that are made to be the same weight as a cell phone that will fit in the package properly. So that when the Amazon returns handling gets it, if they're only going on the weight and they're not actually opening the box and looking at the product, they'll put it back into inventory and that phone is now stolen. And then what's worse is it will get resold. And then the person who receives the product receives a bar of metal and says that the seller is ripping them off. So you can see why if you're selling high value products or products that are prone to counterfeit and theft, you would just stay away from um, using the Buy With Prime program because you do not have visibility and control into your returned inventory. You know, what a crazy example you shared, but one that really hits home. That freaks me out, right? So you're selling a diamond bracelet, real diamonds, right? Exactly. And it's a certain weight and someone just, I, I know how it is when I return something to the you know UPS store down the street, they don't even open the box. They weigh it pop a label on it and adios. And, you know, I get my money back in three to five days. Also, what's interesting yes. too, is there's been times where I didn't even get my money back or they're like, Hey, we can't process. I don't know why you didn't get, you know, but even just Amazon, there's been issues there as well. And then you wonder, well, did the product ever even make it to Amazon, you know? And then again, did that return product ever get back to where it belonged? Cause there was nothing wrong with it. You know, there's, it's kind of like the game, speaking of telephones of telephone where you, you know, you got one person saying something, but then 10 other people need to reinterpret it. I feel like sometimes with the Amazon program, it's kind of, there's so many touch points and places where that message can get messed up that, you know, you do have to weigh the pros and the cons. Absolutely. There are jewelry sellers, since you mentioned that on Amazon, who split their inventory into costume, inexpensive, they usually have a price point cutoff as to what they will sell on Amazon. And then they have other things that are higher value and they do sell them uh, very successfully, but they only merchant fulfill so that they own that back and forth relationship with the client. They can talk to them about it, work out any problems, inspect the return, make sure they're not being sent back counterfeit merchandise. Um, so it, and there's no reason you can't have the buy with prime option for a portion of your inventory. That is an option. Um, so it is something to think about of how you segregate those items, because if you sell high value, I wouldn't trust it to go to an Amazon warehouse, not because the employees there are ripping you off. It's not that it's the buyer's. And it's, it's the tiny fraction of people that make us all say, this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, I hate that <laughs> saying, but it's so true. It's so true. Oh, Leslie, you're a woman after my own heart. I had so much fun during today's talk. I really feel, I feel kind of empowered to um, just share this information with people I know. I, I just think, I know I, there's a lot of people in my circle who are, you know, in the e-commerce world and you know, have small, mid-sized businesses. A lot of the, our audience fits into that category. And 
I just think, yeah, sometimes if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. But then again, it depends who you are and what your goals are, right? So I think that the main uh, takeaway is before you dive into this program, if it sounds great for you, is just to really ask yourself some of the questions that we talked about, talk through some scenarios. What would you do if? How will I feel if? What happens if? And just make sure that the pros do outweigh the cons for your specific e-commerce business. Fantastic. Yeah, you really nailed it there. And it's great to have options. But to me, this program is exciting because it's great to have options. And there are stages in every business where you need help to scale. And what a great opportunity to scale if you don't have other options for that right now. And if you don't want to have in-house customer service, awesome. You know, there's some really great things here. Um, but just know it's not a set it and forget it. That would be my last piece of advice. This is not a set it and forget it program where you just ship in the inventory and woo, everything's going to happen magically, um, auto magically, as my kids say, uh, it's not auto magic. It is you have to monitor it. You have to watch it. You have to make sure they're treating you fairly. Um, but can this help you scale? If the answer to that is yes, and you can afford it, it's probably a good thing to at least beta test for yourself. 100%. Well, speaking of getting help with scaling and solving problems for Amazon vendors and sellers, I want to share your contact information, Leslie, so our audience can connect with you and also with your agency, Riverbend Consulting. Do I have your permission to share your contact information? Please do. Awesome. If you guys are interested in learning more about what Leslie is sharing with us today, maybe you're interested in learning more about Riverbend Consulting. Maybe you're an Amazon seller and you need a little help because you've been put in Amazon jail. I want you to connect with Leslie and the spelling of her name is very easy. It's L-E-S-L-E-Y, Hensel, H-E-N-S-E-L-L, Hensel. I just noticed that little play, little play on words magically in your name. That's kind of fun. So Leslie Hensel, I'm going to say, uh, you can find her on LinkedIn. Please connect with her there. And as I mentioned, always leave a note when you connect with our, our guests and let them know that you heard them on the Engage Digital Marketing Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the agency that you co-founded, Riverbend Consulting. So at Riverbend, we solve problems for Amazon third-party sellers and vendors. And in many cases, that is, like you said, they get put in Amazon jail. Their account is suspended. Their ASINs are taken down. We help solve those problems. As I mentioned earlier, we also help with reimbursements. And that's where Amazon has lost or damaged your inventory, not received your inventory on a monthly basis. We get you paid for that inventory like you deserve. We have about 15 ex-Amazonians on our staff of 75. And so we're great at really solving problems where you are stuck and you don't know where to go. So I would love to hear from anyone who needs help. And the great thing about our website, we have a contact form, but we also have a phone number. And in this day and age, you don't always find people who will answer the phone and talk to you, but we do oh, that. I love that. We have people who actually talk about your problem to see if we can help. Um, and if we can't help you, we try and refer you to someone who can. That's fantastic. You know, we're all glued to our cell phones, but ironically, nobody wants to talk to anybody. All we want to do is text. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Uh, so that's a wonderful feature. And I applaud you for that. Riverbendconsulting.com. 
check out Leslie's website, check out her agency. If you are looking for some help in the Amazon space, or again, if you're in the Shopify space and you're thinking that this Amazon Buy With Prime program sounds like a fit for you, I can tell from our conversation today that Leslie is your girl. Leslie, it's been so fabulous to have you on today's episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence. Thank you for being our guest expert. Before I let you go, any final thoughts you'd like to share with the audience as we wrap up? So I would just say that Amazon is your friend and your foe. Just to remember, they aren't that into you. They're into themselves. So as long as you treat their buyers well, you can probably have a great experience selling on Amazon. Oh my goodness. It's like that book. He's just not that into you. Amazon is like a narcissistic, narcissistic uh, guy who's just not that into you, right? He wants his needs met, but maybe he's got a fast car and likes to take you out for fancy dinners, right? <laughs> oh my goodness, Leslie. What a great way to wrap up our week, you guys. If you're listening to this podcast and it's mid-July, early August, you're interested in this program, just know the program is just now launching. So hop on board if it's the right fit for you. And if you're not sure, please connect with Leslie Hensel on LinkedIn or through her agency, riverbendconsulting.com. Leslie, congrats to all the success you've had and the co-foundership of your agency. I wish you nothing but the best now and in the future. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your time and insights with us at Digital Marketing Intelligence or Shopify. Thank you so much, Marissa, and Engage. You're very welcome. I hope you have a wonderful rest of this year and much, much, much success to you and your team in the future. Appreciate it. You too. Thank you. What a fun show today, you guys. Man, I thought I knew everything about the kind of behind the scenes world of Amazon. And of course, we are not bashing. We are not, you know, talking poorly of any company out there and, and never would we. But it's important if you're a small, mid-sized or even large business owner and you've and you're looking for that next step. You're looking for help with growth. You're looking for um what you think is the best way to get your product from you to the end consumer, this might be the program for you. But I think that Leslie shared so many great insights and also words of advice, um, starting with just asking yourself some key questions and really determining if it's the right fit based not only on your product, we learned, right, higher end products, maybe it's not the right fit based on how much power you're willing to give up based on, you know, how how involved do you want to be, you know, in the return process or in that customer service process? I think those are all great questions. Great takeaways. Go check out Leslie Hensel on LinkedIn and check out Riverbend Consulting for all of your Amazon and vendor seller needs. It has been a pleasure to have you back for another episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. We're talking Shopify this year in 2022, and we're also talking about our new app, SMS messaging for Shopify stores. Check us out. You can go to engage.com after today's show, www.ngagge, where you can check out our newest app, pop in any mobile phone number that is US-based, click the blue box that says text me, and you will get a live in time. Uh, I can't even think of the word right now. You'll get a live uh, you know, demonstration of how the program works. And right on our website, you can also check out and try a free trial where you get 30 days of free SMS messaging and 500 free messages for free. As I mentioned before, if you're not using SMS, 
and you have a Shopify store, you're missing out on a lot of great opportunities to grow your business, grow your customer list, and do some great things to promote your brand. So check it out. And until next time, I'm Marissa Morgan from Engage. I appreciate you joining us for today's show. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a great day and a great summer, everybody. See you soon.